Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Hello and welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. I'm Liz and today I'm super excited to once again welcome back Tara Hulbert from Kiwi Americans. Um, I had a chat with Tara a couple of weeks ago. She is an American lady that emigrated from America to New Zealand with her four kids and we had a fantastic chat about her life in New Zealand and how she's, you know, the differences. If you haven't heard that episode, just jump back in and listen to that. But today we were talking about the education system in New Zealand. Um, Tara is, like I say, she's got four kids that have all been through the system in New Zealand and in America too, um, ranging from ages 18 to right down to a little, a little child, uh, I think a two-year-old. And yeah, we just talk about the differences between the the US education system and how it compares to New Zealand. I just have to say a little disclaimer here. We had some trouble with the sound. Um, we were both on Zoom and there was a little bit of, of funniness going on there. But Brian spent absolutely ages actually doing whatever he could and working his magic and he did his best to make it sound as 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 good as possible as as best it could be but please bear with us um if there are a couple of like hissy sounds and it doesn't last long it literally just lasts a, a few seconds but just bear that in mind um I'm pretty new at this as well and like I say it's only the second time I've done a zoom call but I think you're gonna love the show So let's jump in and talk to Tara. Welcome back, Tara, the American, my famous American guest. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Oh, thank you. (laughs) I just had to get you back. When you said that you were into education, I just thought, no, we've got to chat more about the education system in New Zealand. I know you've got four kids. I know that you're in the education system and I just, I am not letting you go, Tara. You're not going until you tell me all about it. So um, yeah, can you just, well, first of all, first of all, stop getting excited, Liz, calm down. Have a sip of chamomile tea. Right, okay, first of all, tell me the ages of your kids. How many kids you've got and the ages of your kids? Sure. Uh, I have four kids and right now they are <clears throat> nine, 12, 16, and 18. Nine, so, 12, but when 16. we first moved here, they were two, five, nine, and 11. So, okay. And if you didn't hear our previous podcast episode on Tara moving from America to New Zealand, then go hop over and listen to that. And you can hear all Tara's backstory. It's a fantastic story. And she's a bit of a crazy lady, actually, that likes to go around America in a camper van with her children. But there you go. But yes, um, (laughs) but you're also a very grown up proper person who knows about education. So (laughs) can you tell me what, what, how do you know about education? Tell me, just go, go, tell me. Sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I've been, I've been in New Zealand for going on five years total. We are two years here, two years back in the States. And then now we've been here for almost three years. And so I've been through primary, intermediate, high school age, 
college age, and then now my first is going to university. I also teach at the university level, so I'm familiar with how things work here, which is very different. And yeah, so uh, yeah, so I'm happy to talk about the differences between the education system in the U.S. compared to New Zealand. Great, fantastic. So before we jump in and 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 compare those differences, can you just tell me, because um, I'm a nosy Parker, but can you just tell me when you brought your kids over from America? So they, they obviously did. They, they went to school in America. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. It just in an. Is it like a, just a normal school, like regular state question. school? In America? So we are from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and my kids went to a small private Christian classical education. That's what they were right. in. Yeah. And so uh, it was quite rigorous. It was it was hard. Uh, we just lived in a city um, where, uh, you know, I think that the public schools are fine, um, but we were just really, really enjoyed the school that we went to. Um, and then, yeah. And then as they move on to like high school age, you know, it just got, it's just more dangerous in the schools in the U S to be honest, um, when you're getting into, uh, the, the high school and we just, yeah, we just, uh, the, the school that my kids went to was really great, but it was like really small and, but just education quality though was amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, and when you say private, let me just get that right. You it, private as in you're paying for it. You're paying for it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, okay. yeah. And it wasn't overly expensive, but it, you know, it gets up there times four. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, just in the city that we're in particular, um, you know, private school is, was more necessary. Uh, but, you know, plenty of towns around Wisconsin would be fine, you know, going mm. to public school, which would be good. Uh, and so, but I grew up in public school. I'm familiar with public school. I teach at universities all over Wisconsin. So I'm just mm. familiar with, you know, how they run education. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, how it's taught. I have lots of friends that are teachers and I actually worked in my kid's school also when I went back for two years. And so just, you know, just have a lot of input on policy and the way they do things and how they educate compared mm. to here. Okay. So that your four kids are, well, yeah, I know your little boy was only, or was he a little girl was only two when you came over, was it? Or? Yeah. So yeah. it was a boy. Yeah. A and boy, he was, yeah. yeah, he was just, he turned two when we got here. Aww. So yeah, so he was really one on the plane. <laughs> oh, that's a big move with a one-year-old. Four kids anyway, big move, but with oh. a one-year-old, I bet that was tough. I know. Well, you hinted that I was a little crazy. So there's that. <laughs> you like a challenge, don't you? <laughs> I do. I do. I'm motivated by challenge. It's true. <laughs> but so, yeah, it was hard. When you came to New Zealand then with your four kids and did you, so, and you, you moved to Wellington, was that right? You, you, Correct. Yes. Yeah. And tell me what happened from there. What, what, what schools did they go to? Mm, good question. So when they came over, we knew that we were going to be here for two years. I didn't know, um, what I was going to do about school. I had homeschooled my two oldest off and on for various reasons, and I was okay with doing that. And But I also wanted them to have, you know, an experience of going to school in New Zealand because we were only here for two years and there's part of that. But I knew that the school that they particularly went to in the U.S., um, you know, was on a certain pathway and that when we go back for them to be reintegrated into that school, they needed to be, you know, at a certain mm -hmm. level. So I was a little bit worried about that. Uh, so what happened was, is we came, I was, I'm not rushing to get into school. We were kind of lax for a while and just, you know, just 
we were learning a lot. Everybody was learning a lot as you enter in a new culture. I wasn't in a huge hurry. And then uh, in the town that we were in, it was this cute little beachside town. I went to the public school. I met with the principal. We did the tour. Um, it wasn't my favorite, so I wasn't going to um, send some of my kids there. And then because the education here is, you'll notice, is um, you know, <laughs> definitely a little bit more free to be you and me <laughs> yeah, yeah. than um, in the States. So okay, when I walked through the school, my perception as just moving here from the U.S. was, was quite chaotic. And I just didn't know that my kids would do well in that situation. And so, uh, but then I talked to someone and they're like, oh, hey, did, why don't you try this small, uh, this small Catholic school down the road? And I'm like, oh, there's another school in this town. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and I loved it there. And I sent um, two of my kids there because um, it was just a primary school. And it was really great because they let me be involved. I came in and taught soccer. I taught dance. I taught mm-hmm you know, whatever skill I had, and they were happy to have that. And that was really different. Mm. <laughs> you know, you can't do that. You know, normally in the States, you have to drop your kid outside the door and, you know, you can't. Anyway, but it's it was really nice. Um, and so, yeah, I got to be involved in their education. So my youngest was, you know, two. So he was, he got involved in the play centers here, but that's like a whole other conversation. And then um, my oldest, I just homeschooled because I wasn't a huge right. fan of the other school. So it's your middle two then? That you were, you were mainly two, yeah, dealing so with. The, yeah. So hang on, so, let me just rewind. Why didn't you want to go to that beachside school? Because it was a bit crazy. Tell me about that. Why? Sure. Or, I, yeah, like it was just, uh, I met with the principal and we walked through and like every classroom we went to just looked chaotic and like the teacher was like in, in the way? corner. What were they doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like what's the happening? <laughs> even like, even the principal couldn't explain to me what was happening. And I was like, you know, he, oh, you know, no. and, so, and it's, it's a lot to do with leadership, you know, like now that I've been here longer and I understand the schools and I have other kids in different primary schools because we live in a little bit different area this time. But, uh, you know, yeah, we just was just me and this guy did not hit it off. <laughs> Really? Because <laughs> I couldn't, like, okay, well, can you tell me about your curriculum? Can you tell me, like, what it is that, what are their learning outcomes by the end of the year? You know, just because I had to go back, and I just wanted to make sure that, and he was like, we just like the kids to do what they want to do oh, and no. learn <laughs> at the pace that they want to learn. I'm like, so I'm the type of person who, if I feel that I could do a better job, then I will. Mm. <laughs> you know, if I feel like if I can provide something that's better for my child than you know, whatever is in front of me. And, and that was okay with me because we were here to have an experience and then I could take my daughter and go explore during the mm-hmm. day. And it, it just mm-hmm. wor- it just made sense. And because yeah. I was, you know, kind of planning on doing that with all of them, but then, you know, it was the school was really cool because it was, it was kind of like a perfect situation because uh, they could go to school, they could have an experience, but I could be highly involved. Mm-hmm. And so... It was really nice. We really, okay. it was a really great two years. And that helped us make a lot of friends and, yeah. you know, get to know things a little bit yeah. quicker. Yeah. There's so. nothing better is than having your kids in school to make friends when you first arrive in New Zealand. It's fantastic. So true. Yeah. So that loose, free and easy um, hippie um, headmaster <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now you've been in New Zealand for four years. Do you think if you went back to that school as the person you are now, having lived in New Zealand for four years, you would feel differently? Or was it just oh. that you, you know, was it just you just didn't hit it off with him? Good, good question. I Personally, I think it was probably just the leadership um, because mm. what's interesting is I didn't send her. Um, and then the second year we were here, 
we were walking through the town and we I noticed that the intermediate school, which was now her level, and that was the other thing, is she was gonna be in the last year of primary, like year six. Oh right. and so it's just that's a weird time to walk in. And there's just a lot of factors. Yes, you know, yes, like yeah. I don't want you to walk in and everybody has friends and you know, and that sort of thing where my other two were kind of right in the middle and they were happy to have them. They were begging for more students. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, it was just, it was a different attitude. Yeah, and so yeah. when we walked by the school, I realized that the intermediate in this town was run by a different principal. And I said, hey, let's just walk in and just go say hi to them and just see if we can get it. And that was a whole different experience. So the second year I sent her there. Right. And so she did have a New Zealand, um, you know, education experience and, mm. you know, made some friends and, uh, and that was good. But because when we originally came, we, you know, we also got involved in a church right away. We just, you know, so we had, you know, it, we came here for the experience. So every time we ran into a situation, is this situation, should I do this? Is this going to give me an experience to understand the culture, to understand? Because that's why we came here. I wanted my kids to have all yeah. these various yeah. exposures. Yeah. And so, um, and yeah, and so she went for uh, her last year here and that was really good. So, but I did have to pull them out a couple of months before we went back and I taught them to catch them up so that when we went back to the States, they would be ready. You taught them to catch them up? Why mm-hmm. were they behind? They would have been behind for the U.S. curriculum. Hmm. Excuse me, at this private school. This right, the private school, school that you went to, yeah. yeah. At this particular school. And I'm really close with the management there and like, can you send me what they need to be able to do? Because it is different and it's like they can't, you know, we just, you come in New Zealand, they have different expectations every year and this one just had, you know, different ones. And so like, Mm. I just had to catch them up on various things. So I want to come back to that in a minute. Just remind Mm. me because I want to talk about that because that's important. But the first thing, but before I say that, I just want to say to you, you mentioned that you sent your kids to the Catholic school. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you have to like prove that you were Catholic? Because... <laughs> it's like, oh, can you just say, oh yeah, I'm a Catholic and I want to go to your Catholic school? Oh, great question. <laughs> Funny stories with that. Listen up, all you people who love New Zealand and dream of moving here or even are planning to move here. Eleven years ago, when we decided to emigrate to New Zealand, we'd put our papers in and everything, and then Honestly, I spent months just scouring whatever I could and devouring any information on New Zealand that I could find. I was reading all the books, I was going on any websites I could find. And, you know, I was even listening to Kiwi Radio just so we could get a feel of what it was like over here. And I vowed when we got over here, I would provide, I'd make something for someone that just showed them what real life was really like in New Zealand. And that's what I've done for you. Um, You are going to absolutely love this. I have created a free five-day video guide uh, all about moving to and living in New Zealand. Now, this guide is not your tourist guide, pretty picturey hobbit things about New Zealand. This is nitty-gritty what it's like to live in in New Zealand because do you know what it's too far away you can't come and see it for yourself it's you know you've t- you're taking a big risk maybe you've only been here once or twice you want to know what it's like to live in New Zealand and this video series is going to show you that and best of all it is absolutely free okay you're going to love it this is where you have to go you can go to www.itsadrama.com slash 
I love NZ. I'm going to say that again. It's www. It's a drama. So I T S A D R A M A dot com slash I love and then the two letters N Z. Go over there, put your email in, and I will send you five days of free, real life, what it's like to live in New Zealand. And I just know I'm so excited about it. You are going to love it. Let me know what you think. Okay. You mentioned that you sent your kids to the Catholic school. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have to like prove that you were Catholic? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, can you just say, oh, yeah, I'm a Catholic and I want to come to your Catholic school? Oh, great question. <laughs> Funny stories with that. So I went, <laughs> I went to the school and they said, well, are you Catholic? <laughs> and so we, we, you know, we're a Christian family. We've always been involved, but it would be a Protestant church technically, yes. <laughs> you know? And I said, well, you know, we, you know, we are a family of faith and this, you know, and I'm talking to her and she's like, but are you Catholic? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't know. Um, I do. I've read the Bible. Have you? You know, she didn't like that. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so it's really funny. I said, well, my, my mother grew up in the Catholic church and they're like, oh, really? Were you happened to be baptized in the Catholic church? And I'm like, I was actually, I was baptized as a baby. I got rebaptized later on as an adult, but oh uh, yeah, I was. And they're like, oh, that counts. Yeah. All your in. kids are in. <laughs> <Okay>. and, I, <laughs> and I was like, what? And so I literally had to call, they had to, they called the archdiocese in, in the U S and they have a record of me and they, they had to prove it that I was baptized Catholic. It was Perfect. There we go. We got Ta-da! in through the loophole, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> no hippie school for you, love. You're a Catholic. <laughs> so, yeah. So even though they, you know, it, we aren't Catholic, I just love that they, um, you know, uh, honored God and, and acknowledged God in daily school. And yeah. that was important to me. And, um, and it was good. And I think to learn you know, the Catholic church was the first church and to learn, you know, some of their processes. And my old, my 16 year old now goes to a Catholic high school. And so he, you know, goes to mass and has really learned a lot about the Catholic church. And so it's really good because it's, it's good history to know for sure. Right. I know I'm veering off topic, but I just need to know this. When you said you went back to the States and you said, oh, you were worried about them being behind mm-hmm. um, because um, you might not, you might know, but I homeschooled my kids for 10 years and I, I get a lot of questions about, but how do you know from usually from Americans, but how do you know they're up to standard? And that's not something that um, I don't feel like New Zealand is so... I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I don't feel as if they're, 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 it's so massively important to them. You know, they just seem to have the attitude, oh, well, as long as you get there, uh, you know, uh, by the end of it, then it will be fine. Whereas I get the impression that from, Amer- from when mm-hmm. I speak to the Americans that they're more like, they must be like that by the time they're seven. They must be like that by the time, you know, they must be at that grade by the time they're eight. Or Do you agree or not? Or just... Mm. Good question. Am I, am I uh, right or not? Yeah. Uh, to a point, I would say it depends where you're going to school in the U.S. Um, because what's interesting about New Zealand is that the curriculum and the education system is 
established and run by the government. So technically, every school that you go to is learning the same curriculum. So it's nationalized education. Right. Whereas in the U.S., you're gonna it's by state, and then like if you go if you're paying for a private school, you're getting a different education. Like I paid for a classical type education that focuses on writing, that focuses on the you know math and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, here, even if you pay for private school at the high school level, you're still getting the same education. You're just getting, you know, it's the same curriculum. It's just, it's a different maybe culture of the school. And I mean, we can get into that when we talk about high school. But yeah, um, yeah I, I would say that we're, you know, the U.S. is used to testing and working to standard. And mm. so um, I just didn't, I wanted them to not be behind because the school that they went to was rather rigorous. That That just wouldn't be the case if they went to you know, public school, mm-hmm. and they just focus on different things here, and they just value the child as a whole person as opposed to, can you do this? Yes. Do you know all your multiplication? Yeah. Yep. Can you do, you know, and that's what they focus on. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for just clarifying that. And do you know what? I didn't know that. I, I'm totally ignorant that I didn't know that in America all the schools, come, they went by different states. You know, I thought you just all had the same education, really. Oh, no. no. Like, I, no. I was born in New York, and when I moved to Wisconsin, I was like, I knew everything already in second grade. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I've learned all of this. Like, I could, I didn't even need to go. So but do you I have, like, already... brainier states, like, kids that, like, would yes. you say, like, oh, you're from that state, you yes. must have a really good education? Which, yes. Which is the most brainier state in America, would you say? Oh, that I don't know. No. But <laughs> I know the East Coast definitely varied from the Midwest, but... um you know, at the end of the day, with your the goal, I guess, essentially with high school is to then get into university, right? And to yeah. ideally get a scholarship because yeah. it's so expensive there. So it's really when you're dealing with that issue, it's it's not as much about where you go, but it's about having the grades and having um, the ACT score, and that's right. how you initially get enrolled or even looked at to go to certain universities. Yeah. And yeah. so certain schools will train you better in order to do better on the test. So you're being trained to do good on the test. You're not yes. getting trained as like a like a whole person and like necessarily what you're interested in. No, no, that's a <laughs> you know. Good point. So yeah. that's a different. And it's a different mindset. Yeah. So yeah, no, it is very different. And you know, you hear things, but you know, it's hard for me to say because I haven't like I hear that Florida doesn't have very good schools for kids, but I haven't experienced it, so I no. I can't say for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, so you Whereas do hear like, that. But yeah, and like you say, in New Zealand, it's it's just standard across the board. You know, whichever school you go to, you're going to get the same education. Is what you're saying? Is it varies mm. how they deliver well, that curriculum? But yeah, the, same the curriculum, curriculum is the same. Yeah. The learning outcomes that everybody works towards is the same. But what you'll note, and the best way that someone explained it to me was this: I'm like, so why would I pay for a private school here? Because I do pay for a couple of private schools for my older ones when I'm getting the same education at the public school. And the way that they explained it to me was this, was what happens is, is like if you go into a school, like say a public school, and you're just going to have a variety of levels. Some people in your year 11 class may not be able to read, right? And you have some people in your class that are really, really bright, right? And so the curriculum for year 11 is at a, you know, you're getting through a certain amount. So maybe in that school, in that culture where like the classrooms are distracting or, you know, you're having to bring up a lot of learners, you're only getting through half of the curriculum and not the whole curriculum for year Mm -hmm. 11. So then if you pay for like a, uh, a a private school, you're more likely to then get through the whole year 11 curriculum, which then will help them 
on their external exams, which then help them get into university. So that's yep. how, yep. that's that's the difference. So yes, yeah. you can go to different. So basically you're deciding on a school in New Zealand on the culture of the school. So some schools are good with dance and some are with music and some are big into sports and some are big into science. And so, mm-hmm. and then you go onto the campus and you get a different feel for it. And so that's what you're deciding. You're, you know, the education is the same. The, yep. Right. Yes, I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. Yeah, the curriculum's the same. It's just how they how they teach it and their values and things like that. Right. Yeah. Look, I know we've done. I'm such a. We, I could talk to you forever about this, but I know we've got. We're on a time limit, so I'm going to try and keep it tight. Um, but before we go on, I know you've done like some differences between the US and and in New Zealand. But can I just ask you this one last question? <laughs> um, in the UK, there's something called catchment areas where you have to live in a certain area if you want your child to go to a certain school. So, you know, like you get, like I, I came from Bath and in, in, the, in Somerset and, you know, if you wanted your child to go to this school, you had to live in that area. And then because the school was really good, the houses were really expensive. Is that the same in, because I don't know this, because obviously I homeschooled. Is that the same in Wellington or...? Do you know if that's the same? Yes, in New you do Zealand? have to. Yeah, you, you. So whatever region you live in is where your local school is, and then you can apply for out of region. Like they'll have a little bit of a couple spots or whatever how many they have for that school for your kid to go to mm. if you don't live in that area because everything is really not that far. No, <laughs> you know, no. like if, so like we're out of region for the Welling the city of Wellington schools, but if I wanted my kid to go there, I could apply as a non-resident. Yeah, application. And, you know, there's just limited spots for that. So there's options. But no, you definitely they try to push you into like the area that you're in. Mm. So because you'll automatically get into that. So even if but then if you start at a school, like let's say you started a school and you're a resident of the area and then you move, you can still go to that school. Right. Because you're already established there. You don't say "Mm, too bad. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, I found that to be the experience in England as well. They did the same thing. We moved and they were like, they didn't kick the kids out of the school or anything. We just stayed there. No, of course. Oh, okay. So what would you say were your five, yeah, your five differences between the education system here in New Zealand compared to the US? Oh, okay. Great question. Uh, Okay. So I kind of hit it on it earlier. The first one I would say is um, the like lack of testing for everything. (laughs) The U.S. is all about let's test them, and if they do, the, it's all about the scores. Uh, I, you know, I think some areas are moving away from that, and, and you know, it's hard again to talk about the U.S. as a whole because it's very different mm, by state mm-hmm. and area. But uh, in general, like testing is a big thing. The teachers are teaching for the test. So yeah. I remember when I was learning. In high school, it was like, you know, you're just learning for the test and then you practice for the test and then you take a practice test and then you take the test, you know, like that's what you spend all of your time doing. And here in New Zealand, it's, uh, you know, when you get into um, the later years of high school is when the exams start. But really up until that point, you, you know, there's not a lot. There's testing. There's like where they, you know, test you on your knowledge of something, but it's not the same. It's Mm -hmm. not like... You know, for me, I go to a parent teacher and I'm like, so did they get any grades or marks? And they're like, oh, yeah, we only like, you know, they're just, they're not getting a lot of grades all the time. They're not, (laughs) you know, I'm like, how are they doing? Like, can you tell me quantitatively? (laughs) And they can't, you know, because they just, they're looking at the student as a whole person. And do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Mm, Good question. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. I think that, um, 
I think that where I live is testament to that, right? Yeah. That I think, um, I think that the school system overall is not better or worse here. And the school system in the U.S. is not better or worse. It's just different. Different, yeah. And, yeah, at the end of the day, as a university lecturer, I can tell you that, like, it's not about what you know. You know, like, it's not like we all have to sit here and memorize everything. It's about learning how to learn, and it's learning about where to get information, and then learning how to apply that information. And so, and to be able to critically think about things. And so it's like, if you can learn that, you know, however you learn that. So yeah. like the way that the U.S. education is set up, it works for some people, but it really doesn't work for a lot of people. <laughs> you know, people don't learn that way. People don't no, just sit in no. desks all day and are no. very, you know, like that. And so it was, my kids always functioned fine in the, the, in the school that they were in. You know, and so then when we came here and it was just a lot more learning through play and a lot more um, hands on and like getting and I'm like, you know, they're happy to make messes all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And, you know, getting outside a lot more and value it. Do they just value different things, you yeah. know? And so you, you do, they do gardening and they do. I'm like, oh, we're, we're doing gardening in school. <laughs> do they not do that <laughs> in know? the U.S.? No. No. <laughs> no. Not where I'm from anyway. So, um, but yeah, just a lot of different things that they're learning. Um, so the testing is a big one. Um, uh, the second one, which I, okay, I'm just going to talk about. The second one would be kind of what I've kind of hit on is that they're teaching you different things. And so... In school, as a primary age, as an intermediate age student, which so that would be um, up until like 12 years old, Mm -hmm. is um, they teach, they in the curriculum, they have built-in drama. They have built-in sports. Every child learns every sport or the sports that are common in New Zealand. Um, Everybody learns swimming. Yeah, Everybody, you know, and... (laughs) That's weird to get your head around, isn't it? It's weird. (laughs) And like, because, and it's so great, and this is why, is because... What I think that, you know, now that I have older kids or, you know, it's, it's great for a child to explore all of these things. It's so easy for them to say, I don't know, I don't want to do that, mm. you know, and it's because they've never done it. And mm. so requiring it in the curriculum and having them test it out and maybe you like drama, but you're just not willing to go on stage. And I really liked that. And I really liked that as a parent, I don't have to do all of these extra things as an extracurricular activity. So this is why American parents are so busy, like sending them to school, and then you got to teach them to swim, swim outside of school. You got to give them this exposure to sport. You got to, you know, and then you're running around every night. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. And so That's to have that just like point. built in was amazing. Yeah. And yeah. they would like, yeah. And then going into my third point, they don't really have you do homework. And it was like, what? Like my kids, like even at kindergarten, were having a half hour of homework by intermediate, by high school age, it was three hours. You know, I mean, homework three was hours? part of our life. Yeah, it was oh, part of no. our life. Like I said, it was rigorous. Yeah. It wasn't the best. But um, yeah. I wonder you needed to get in a camper van and go around America. You're exhausted. <laughs> right? It was exhausting. <laughs> you know, but they were learning a lot. But anyway, it was... <laughs> yeah, so once actually I went and... T- taught in that school when I went back the second time, I, um, I realized that what the high school students at this particular school were learning was college level stuff. And so I just, that this is not necessary no. that you put this all on them at this age. They'll get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, Don't yeah. give them three hours of homework. 
Okay, but anyway, that's my two cents about that. (laughs) So, yeah, the no homework thing. Or homework being optional. Getting things sent, like, they give you resources to do homework with your kid if you value that, and that was normal for us. My kids were in routine of homework, so I wasn't going to back down from that. We're going to do the homework. Yeah. But, you know, they started to really understand the optional side of it pretty quickly. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Because they were doing it in the States because they were, they had to. And they, you know, it was part of like, oh, you get in trouble or, you know, that sort of thing. Whereas here they're realizing nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is really great. I don't have to. Because they valued, they, they would actually say to me, we want you to be home together as a family at night and not worry about homework and running around at sports. That's, and look, how how important is that? You know, that's amazing, wow. isn't it? I'm like, where am I? Yeah. Is it, where am I? Yeah. You know, you hear about that kind of education system in like Finland and over in the Scandinavian countries, but it's like that here as well. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, okay. And so, yeah, uh, did they probably learn as much as they were forced to learn in the school they were in? No, I don't think so. But... Um, you know, learning stuff that sticks was probably better because it was hands-on and doing it. They did a lot of science, a lot of science in primary school, and my kids loved it. And getting their hands dirty and doing stuff. And then it because you're more exploratory, you're more open to figuring out what it is that you actually like. Mm. And, um, yeah. But uh, as a negative point, though, I would say, like, some of my kids were pretty bright. Like, my youngest now, like, I went to the parent teacher and she's like well the class is at we're learning hundreds and he's in the millions (laughs) (laughs) you know and so I'm like okay so you know it's just you you, there is a little bit of feeling like well like okay is he being challenged enough you know that sort of thing but and so I just have these conversations with the teachers every year in the beginning of the year I say that and they have you know records of where he's coming from so like he's Mm. been doing this the spelling words you know, he's way ahead in the spelling words. That's the point. Mm. And so <laughs> it's like, but as long as the teacher is willing to give him work and teach him uh, at his level, then I'm fine with it. You know, yeah. like you just, you know, you know, because there's so much that you learn socially yes, and, yeah. you know, yeah. just that sort of thing. Um, that's just as important in growing up and communicating and um, so yeah, it's just so that well roundedness, isn't it? It's just you know, just like you say, yes. it's just it's not just focus on one, you know, like oh, it's just it's it's giving you every taking everything into consideration and uh, yeah, just I right. Love that, I so love with that my we first don't homework as well. Yeah, my first report card was like oh, and they're talking about how well they contribute in class and how will they work with others and if they have friends and how they did in swimming they got a mark for how they did in swimming and I was like oh that's interesting yeah and yeah and so you're seeing trends with your kids and yeah as I just and I think that the teachers I mean my experience is probably not everywhere the teachers are pretty open and you know I just say you know and then and you as a parent can work with them more at home if you want. Or, exactly. That's what um, I was just thinking. You know, when you said about yeah. your, your son being maths, you know, you could. there's loads of stuff that you could do right. out of school, I suppose, that would challenge him mathematically, isn't it? You know, right. Because he's yeah. in school from like nine until three. And if he's spending an extra hour doing something, because I really like even over like lockdown, I should have done more of this. But like I should have like I taken some time to just teach American history, like teach some things that are just probably not going to be taught in the schools here mm. um, that would be good for them to know mm. uh, from their own culture and that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, just any 
you know, other things like, you know, <laughs> the American curriculum is somewhat standardized in that, like, you know that you learn all your states in, in third grade and, you, and all the capitals and you learn, <laughs> you know, you learn your multiplication tables yeah. in third grade and, and you learn the cursive in fourth grade. So, you, you know, there's a little bit of that. And so yeah. when you're seeing that they're not learning that, then you can just... If that's important to you, you can do that. Yeah, so. that was a, that was a real shock to me because we Sunny had been in school for like uh, so four five four years in the UK, and um, his handwriting he'd been right from uh, right from the start they teach them um, joined up handwriting yes. you know cursive, and yeah. we got over here and and they told him to stop and they were like we don't teach cursive in schools we you know you have to print and I remember right. I remember thinking oh no you know it's just yeah just. It, coming to terms with that that they don't do it and but the other thing he said to me as well that I'll never forget this we were walking along he'd been in school for about two weeks and he said it's really weird mummy and I said why and he said they just keep talking and I said what do you mean and he said like all the class they just talk to the teacher and the teacher talks back to them (laughs) and I was like why is that weird but thinking about it the school he came from the children sat quietly the teacher talked and you just got on with your work. In New Zealand, like what this is my experience with Sunny in primary school, it was just very much class discussion right from the start. They're encouraged to stand up, say what they think, get everyone involved. And I just absolutely loved that. I mean, it was scary for him, but I loved it. I loved that they were doing that. I thought it was a fantastic oh, way girl, to Oh, girl, that is a good point. That yeah. is exactly true. Yes, like mine, we're not used to that. Everybody's just talking and they're like, it's so loud in the yeah. class. And like, you know, we're they're used to just listening. Agreed. Um, and, and that's important as well to a point, but yeah, so it's funny because the feedback I always get, my, my, your kids are, you know, really good listeners and they actually pay attention, you know, cause they're really trained yeah. to pay attention to the teacher yeah. and to do what they say. Yes. And, you know, <laughs> they're like, oh. can we have some, you have other kids? Can we have them? <laughs> You know, because it's just, you know, it's helpful for the teacher in a class of 30 yeah. that somebody's listening to yeah. them. <laughs> okay, go on then. What's your next point? Okay, and the last one, let me see, uh, was, oh, yes, like no stress. Oh. So if you we were late for school, they would get a detention. If they were, you know, there was just that feeling. And that was true for me, too, with work and stuff. Like, even if I got stuck in traffic, you could literally call in and say, I'm stuck in traffic. And that would be a good enough excuse. <laughs> and I was like, oh. I'm like, I'm, but my class is starting. And they're like, it's fine. I'll just have someone fill in for you. You get here when you can. No worries. I'm like, what? Like, my whole stress level changed. My, you know, my whole, yeah. And for my kids, because some of the kids would be more anxious in general and like that just it's gone you know we don't have any of that anymore um of just feeling like the rush the rush the rush Mm, all the time yeah and same with England too that's what I felt like when I came over it was just that yeah just that you you gotta go gotta go gotta go you know just that that constant switched on aren't you and and over here they Mm -hmm. do it's all it is it, it it's like Yes, it takes a while to get used to that you don't have to be rushing around everywhere all the time. And I'm really glad you said that because I was starting to think, is it just me? Because I live in Taranaki and Taranaki is just like, you know, it's it's known for being laid back. But to hear that you feel the same and you're from the capital, oh. you know, that's yeah. really reassuring. I'm not yes, just a country it's, bumpkin. It's just, no, you're not. <laughs> it's just New Zealand. I'm telling you, they're yeah. so flexible and reasonable and yeah. they just... They don't put that stress on the kids, and that's really great for some of them that struggle with anxiety. So, um, 
Yeah, it's I really like that. I yep. just like that in general. <laughs> so, you know, things aren't maybe as efficient as I'm used to them being. <laughs> no, but they but get there in the end, though, Tara, don't they? they you do. know, they, they, they yeah. get there in the end. You know, They're they not uber inefficient. No, So it's no. not the other extreme at all. So... And do you find that the kids, because um, I know that you said in America there's tested and they and they that's their aim is just to go to university. Is that the same over here? Is that just is is that the goal to go to university, or is there a little mm. less? Mm, that's a good question, and that's an, another point as to what high school or college they call college high school here. So if I yeah. use them interchangeably, depending on who's listening to me, okay. um, is. College is high school here, and then university is university. So, um, yeah, like where, okay, so like where you go to college kind of determines that as well. So, like, my girls go to a school that's uh, a private school here that's quite rigorous, and everybody's focused on going to uni, right? Right. Um, But then other schools that my kids have gone to, they're not. So, Mm -hmm. um, here is, it's you go through year 13 here, whereas in the States, it goes through you know, the 12th grade. And so what's interesting is you can technically leave in year 12 here, but you have to finish year 13 if you want to go into university. So you have to be through level three of right. NCA, yeah. which is a whole nother discussion, which we won't get into because that'll be boring. But it um, won't be boring, but it would. Yeah, it's, it's like you say, it's just one of those topics that would just need a whole podcast all for itself. So it would. guess who's going to be calling you in a few weeks? Yes, yes, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, maybe we should have one on, you know, high school, because that process is very different than you know, um, primary and intermediate, and then getting into university. And I don't have any kids. My fir- my daughter's going to university, but I work in the university, so I understand the different right. levels and yeah. how they work. Yeah. So. Do you know what? I think that would be a really great thing to do because I don't want to rush this. I don't want to say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, university. I think that deserves, like you say, a podcast episode. Would you be willing to come back and do? Yes, yes, yeah. of course. I oh, that would it. be fantastic. And then we could just talk about university, uh, university entrance, and, you know, just, yeah, just yes. the whole because my kids don't haven't my, well, my son hasn't gone to university, and I don't think Tessa's intending to go. She's sort of maybe mm. thinking about going to some sort of drama college or something. But yeah, mm. it's it's interesting to know that you know what what route they take and how they get there. And mm, so yeah, there's lots of options in the U.S. And so yeah, a podcast about just talking about um, I would talk about college, high school level, and then going into university because you really start your university at level one, which is year 11 in college. And so that's how it's a little bit different. Let's do that. Let's do that in a different episode. So before I let you go, because I've kept you, (laughs) I've kept you for quite a while already, but before I let you go, just in general, what would you, would you say that the, the school, I know you said there is neither is better nor different, you know, they're different, neither is better. But in your experience, having kids over in America at school and then having kids over here in school in New Zealand, which do you think is better? (laughs) You've got to say, not allowed to say both. Am I forced to answer this question? You know, and and, and I'm just going to give you a really honest answer about that uh, is that, you know, it kind of depends on the day how I feel about it. Because you sometimes you go like, wow, are we getting anywhere in the school? (laughs) What have you even learned? What have we, you know, and you've got to see a lot of it when they're at home during COVID and you're doing school from home. And, you know, and then they have all these, they take them and they they do these EOTC weeks where they go out tramping with their, you know, and they do really cool things. And then you have those moments where I feel like, oh, 
are they really missing out? They used to go to this really great school in the U.S. and they're like, you know, am I not? So, you know, was that a bad decision? Mm-hmm. It, it's not an easy decision. No. And, it, and, it, and it's, it's for one to say it just all depends. And I think it depends on your your values, your family's values. And, you know, but I can say as a as a person that trains people into the workforce, at the end of the day, it's not always about what you've learned, right? It's about in learning how to enjoy the learning process yes, I agree. And, and, and applying that in your life. And that's what's going to make you successful. And it isn't just that you've memorized all of this to take the test. Because I can tell you, when I was in high school, I don't remember learning anything. No, no. <laughs> I was learning to take the test. I take the test and I walk out and it's gone. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I knew I learned how to take a test. That's what yeah. I learned how to do. Right. And then it helped with university, but not completely. Right. Mm. So you have to actually apply a lot of other skills. And so at the end of the day, I think that there are really great things about um, the New Zealand education uh, and it's not perfect. And there's really great things about the U.S. education and that's not perfect either. Um, But overall, I mean, I think you see where I live. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice diplomatic <laughs> yeah. answer. Do you know what I learned but, from high school? Do you know what I remember from high school? There's two things I remember. Eight eights to 64, okay? Don't forget that, eight eights to 64. And listen to this. Qu'est-ce qu'il y a dans le mois? That means, what's in the wardrobe in French? <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. So, if there's ever eight eights sitting in the French wardrobe, you know what? I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, that's what I say to my kids. It's like, yeah, I, I really don't remember half the stuff that I learned. Right. No. Because what you're worried about and what's important to you at those 16, 17, you know, 15 is yeah. social, is is learning about all, you know, you just, you can't, this is the other thing, is you can't learn unless you're willing to learn. So you could give me the best teacher, the best curriculum at me, and if I'm not willing to take it in, it's a two-way street, you know, mm-hmm. and so when I'm working with university students and they're just like, you know, they're just clearly not ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're wasting your time and money at this point. Go mm-hmm. do something else. Go try all this stuff and then come back if if necessary, mm-hmm. you know, because That's you right. have I to agree. be open to learning it. I agree. It won't go in. That's what I told so. my kids. It's like even if you don't want to go to university now, go when you're 25 if you want to. You know, just go and do Absolutely. what you want and travel or work or do whatever you want. And then if you want to go to university, you can go as a mature student. So, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. And the, the, the education system is changing. Yeah. Like the whole world is changing. Like education isn't just something that you learn when you go to university in your 20s, you know, or 18. It's it's lifelong learning. There's we're working on like micro credentials now in New Zealand and around the world. And it's just it's a continuous learning. Like you train up for a job that you do for 10 years and then you do something else mm. and you go back to school and you learn that. And that's that's the wave of the future. Yeah. And, and it shouldn't be like you shouldn't have all this pressure on students to like, let's go to university at this age and learn everything and decide mm. exactly what I want to do for the rest of my life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so just before I let you go, then quick question Add to, with your children, I mean, particularly your 18 year old, where would they prefer here or that here or America? Do they tell you? Great question. Yes, she did. And? <laughs> uh, basically, she, I, I begged her to take the ACT and to apply at universities in the U.S. and in the U.K. Like, why not? Like, why not apply for everything and go for it, right? And see what you get. You, you know, she had no interest. Really? I could not get her to do anything. She was like, I'm staying here. I'm going to university here. This is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. And there has been no... She was adamant about yeah. it. And she's my firstborn. So, you know, they tend to, 
not make real, you know, real uh, strict decisions. They mm-hmm. tend to be a little, you know, because they're the first one, like, I don't know, is this good? You know, and uh, that one, she was not, not doing it. Right. I'm, not, okay. I'm not going to school in America. I'm not. Okay. Yep. Proof's in the so. pudding then. There it is. Tara, thank you so much. Now, before I let you go, you have got the most fabulous YouTube um, series and you're a big YouTuber and you've got this wonderful, wonderful episode all about New Zealand school systems that I just, I just, you just covered everything. Um, So yeah, and it tells you right, if you're listening from America and it tells you everything that you need to know about right from the kindergarten you go from, don't you, right up until high school. Mm-hmm. I love all your episodes, but I particularly love that one because it, it just told me everything there was to know about the New Zealand school system. So can you just let people know um, where they can find you and how they can get in contact with you? Yes, yes. I've just started uh, putting some information out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and all under the same name, Kiwi Americans. Um, you can check it out, find out. I'm happy to help if you guys are thinking about moving overseas somewhere with your family. Um, got lots of tips for you. Uh, so check out those videos and reach out to me there. I'm happy to help. Fantastic. I love that name, Kiwi Americans. That's a really good name. Real catchy as well. <laughs> Tara, yeah, thank yeah, you nice. so, so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge. I've absolutely loved it. And I am definitely going to get you back again. And we're going to talk about college and university. It's a deal, hey? Sounds good. I'd love to. Okay. I'll see you soon. Bye. All right. I'll see you. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we have released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com. It's a drama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.